0: and thank you for joining the Cass County Health Department HealthCast. Our HealthCast is here to bring discussion and awareness to the services we offer here at CCHD as well as ongoing and current issues in women's health. I'm Louise Yale and I'm here with Hillary Kelly and Allie Yokish, and we're health educators here at CCHD. So with that introduction why don't we just jump into our first topic.
1: Okay, so on this episode, we're going to talk about skin cancer because May is the awareness month for skin cancer. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a topic that we're all very familiar with. It's a commonly discussed cancer. It's a commonly diagnosed cancer. Um, It's one that most people have had a personal experience Mm -hmm. with. So, I mean, cancer in general, in all of its forms, has touched most people's lives. But I would say skin cancer is one that is often, you know, coming up. Yeah. People go to the doctor for that, get things checked out. Could right. it be, is it you know yeah. what I mean? More yeah. so than some of the other type of cancers that we also, you know, know a bit about. So one thing about skin cancer I also think happens a lot is important to discuss and we'll talk mm-hmm. about throughout here is that it's often underestimated. Oh, so yeah. Ooh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. a lot of things look like skin cancer, a lot of things don't, don't look, look like skin cancer. cancer. Yep. So people will say, Oh, well, this has been here for years. I don't think this is anything, but, you know, that's a big, it, it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it can right. be, yeah. It totally could be. So, understanding the facts, and then we're going to debunk some of these common cancer myths. It's important to protect yourself. So, knowledge is your very best defense. Mm-hmm. So, and as we always say, it should just be the title of our podcast, Early Detection is Key. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> we might have to change <laughs> yeah, it. Right? So, one out of five Americans will develop skin cancer mm. by the time that they're 70. Hmm. So that's a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so what is skin cancer? And so that can be kind of hard to understand at times. But skin cancer is just an out-of-control growth of abnormal cells in the epidermis, which is the outermost layer of skin. Mm-hmm. So this is caused by unrepaired unre- un- DNA damage that triggers a mutation. So the mutations lead the skin cells to multiply rapidly, and that forms a malignant tumor. So I think sometimes when people think about tumors, they think of a round, bulbous object. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have a
0: perceived perspective of what it is. In your
1: mind's eye, you're seeing something different than what could be seen on your skin. Right. So we're just going to talk a little bit about the main types of the skin cancer. So they are basal cell carcinoma, squamous cell carcinoma, melanoma, and the more rare uh, Merkel cell carcinoma. Yeah. So what does it look like? Everyone could ask that. You could ask a hundred doctors that and get a hundred different answers. Mm
0: -hmm. True.
1: So, um, but they probably all tell you the same thing. It's going to present how it presents. You Mm -hmm. just have to get it, you know, a tissue sample, get it excised, get it tested. There's only one way to know. So they look a lot different from one person to another. And this is because of skin tone, size, type of cancer, um, and its location within the body. So a lot of the information that we have gathered today to talk about and looked at is from the Skin Cancer Foundation. So okay. they have really excellent visual resources, too. And it's nice oh. to see examples of, like, okay, I would think that looks bad. Yeah. And then vice versa, where it's, like, I don't know if I, you know mm, what I mean? Like, yeah. I wouldn't think that that's You wouldn't bad, think that that is. would be bad. Like, maybe it even looks like it could go away, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? Um, so their, their site is excellent. It's just skin cancer dot org so that's a great resource um what causes cancers of the skin i think the two main causes that people people know this you know the sun yeah. The UV rays from the sun mm. and tanning beds are a big culprit as well. Oh, yeah. So, yeah.
0: Overexposure, both.
1: Yeah. Um, luckily, I think the tanning bed craze has dropped somewhat, you mm. know, like since the early 2000s <laughs> where it was like every small kind town of. had a tanning salons. Kind of, you kind know? of. I don't know.
0: We have a tanning salon in our gym, and there's a lot of people that come in. <laughs> are
1: they coming and use it? <laughs> but I'm not saying it's
0: bad. I mean, there are, you know, there are certain things that you need UV to, like, yeah. you know, different, you know, skin conditions yeah, that but hel- UV that's helps. That's not why it's in the gym. Probably not. But <laughs> but you know, it it's definitely there's some oh yeah a test to that. So.
1: Like in high school in the nineties, like it was a contest to Oh see yeah, how,
0: who's who who was yeah. darkest? Who's yeah. the
1: darkest and putting stickers on and then putting fake names <laughs> into the tanning salons and stuff, you know? It was like me, I'm extremely fair skinned. Yeah so I've spent too, approximately yeah. zero minutes in a tanning bed yeah. because I just I'm certain mm-hmm. that it would not work for me. <laughs> but the good news is that if you treat your skin cancer early or if you catch it, you know, your dermatologist can treat it mm-hmm. with very little scarring, or sometimes even no scarring at all. Um, and you know, there's really good odds at that point that it's going to be eliminated entirely. Yeah. So often the doctor may even detect growth at like a precancerous stage. Yeah. So yeah. before it becomes a full-blown skin cancer on the surface of your skin, if you can catch that in time, then that's, of course, always best. Oh, yeah, that's ideal. So the types of skin cancers, um, basal cell carcinoma is the first one we'll talk about. So the BCCs, they're abnormal uncontrolled growths that arise from the skin's basal cells in the outermost layer of the skin, which is the epidermis. Okay. So it's typically found on, like, skin areas that are exposed to the sun. So mm-hmm. face, ears, neck, scalp, Shoulders, back, like your high sunburn right areas spots. You know, Um, of course, the cause is the combination of intermittent or intense exposure and cumulative, long-term exposure to the sun. Mm -hmm. So, um, most people get it. Within approximately um, 3.6 million people, to be exact, have been diagnosed in the United States every single year with a basal cell carcinoma. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm sure some are probably can be repeats, but I'm sure a lot yeah. of them are new
1: yeah. cases. Right. I mean, and I feel like sometimes people have a susceptibility to it. You yeah. know what I mean? And right. like the right. spots will. But it can be really serious. It's just like any type of cancer. Um, it's locally destructive, mm-hmm. and if it's not treated, detected, it's not treated early, and if it's not treated at all, then you know these cancers can metastasize, which is a fancy word for saying right. spread. Yeah. And they can be fatal. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest skin cancer myths is people think you know, well, it's on the surface. It's not gonna. Yeah, it's, right. not gonna like, it's not gonna get down to going where. In. Yeah. It's just a mole. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. It's not a big deal. Yep. And I feel like um, skin cancer is one of those cancers that you could see. You you yeah. can mm-hmm. actually see it. Mm-hmm. You know. So right that. You know, diagnosis is high, but, you know, you want to make sure that you get in, get it treated. Yeah. So, you know, and while we're talking about, you know, the, the common types of skin cancer, um, ty- all types of skin cancer tend to be less common in people of color, but their outcomes are dramatically worse. Okay. So it's kind of <laughs> like there's a gap. What could be accounting for this gap? Right. So skin cancers are less prevalent in non-white racial ethnic groups, but when they do occur, they tend to be diagnosed at later stages. So as a result, the prognosis is worse. Right. So one study did did show that the late stage melanoma diagnosis are more common in Hispanic and black populations than in non-white Hispanic patients. So... First, there is a lower public awareness of the risk of skin cancer among individuals of color. And second, from the perspective of healthcare providers, there's often a lower index of suspicion for skin cancer in patients of color. This is because the chances of it are smaller. So these patients are less likely to get regular full body skin exams or, right. or literally notice it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and third, places on the body where skin cancers tend to occur in people of color are often like more. Less in the sun-exposed areas. Okay. So, a whole different region of the body for some of these people sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um. Then it just makes it harder. Um. For example, the most common location for a melanoma in a patient of color is in the lower extremities, particularly the soles of the feet. Oh wow. wow. Yeah. Okay. So That's it's interesting. like wow. You know exactly. So then yeah, I mean you're not looking at your bottom of your feet every nope. day. No. No. I mean remember the last time I looked at the bottom of my right, feet. Right. Definitely yeah. not. But for um. But for patients and people of color, it's an extremely important part of the body to check. Yeah, okay, that's good, good to know. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So, and dermatologists, I mean, I feel like as as the more we know and the more we learn, like, it's just another annual, like, go get your yeah. yearly, go get the checkup, yeah. have your skin looked at, you know. Yeah. Um, another type is the squamous cell carcinoma. So, again, an uncontrolled growth of abnormal cells arises from the squamous cells in the outermost layer of the skin. So, typically... These are found, and they're common on sun-exposed areas such as ears, face, scalp, neck, and hands, but these places of the skin often reveal the signs of the sun damage, mm-hmm. like wrinkles, age spots, yeah. mm-hmm. things like that. Runness so
0: kind of, yeah.
1: Yeah, like, it's not like, oh, I got a sunburn, it went away. Like, yeah. you're like, oh, what's, what are these? Mm-hmm. Um, cumulative long-term exposure to the sun um, and tanning beds, again, are the culprit here for the squamous cell carcinomas. And 1.8 million cases are diagnosed every year. So you can just keep adding (laughs) these up, you know, these by the millions. Yeah. Um, It can sometimes grow really quickly, too, and it can metastasize faster than the basal. Right, right. So these are definitely ones that you want to make sure that if you're suspicious and you notice a change of any kind, that's one to Mm -hmm. get it looked at. So a melanoma... Moving on to the next one, a melanoma is a cancer that develops from melanocytes. So these are skin cells that produce the melanin pigment in the skin, giving your skin its color. So it's typically found um, in, like, measurable amounts. They look like moles. And sometimes these melanomas can arise, like, from a mole. Mm -hmm. So, like, maybe you've had one there. Mm -hmm. But there's something additional on it, and I think that's another uh, catch up for people as well because someone might think, like, well, I've had this mold my entire life, yeah. you know? Right. But that uh, doesn't mean that something cannot occur in that spot because exactly. that spot's already yeah. kind right. of a hot spot there. Um, again, tanning bed, increased sun. So I think that's going to be the case across the board right. for all of these types of skin Absolutely. cancers. So, how many people get it? So, basically, in 2023, an estimated 186,000 new cases of melanoma are expected to occur in the U.S., and of those, 89,000 will be non-invasive and confined to the top layer of the skin. But 97, almost 98,000 cases will be invasive. Yeah. They will penetrate the epidermis and lead into the skin's second layer, which is the dermis. Okay. So... And it scary. just works its way down. Yeah. 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 Right. It's very scary. It's the most dangerous of the three most common types of skin cancer. So there's okay. three are common. One's a little less common, but the melanoma is the most You Yeah, the, the most. The most. Yeah. You, you hear that, I think, that the most? Yes. Yeah. When you talk about skin cancer, yeah, that's right. the most common
0: word you hear. It's a
1: scary one. Yeah. Um, it can be curable if it's caught and treated early. Right. But this year, the melanoma is projected to cause almost 8,000 deaths mm. in the United States. Wow. Okay. So... You know, if you think about that, sometimes it's difficult to think about cancer in terms of deaths, um, but it does kind of help people look, understand a little more perspective, a I little think. bit more perspective. That it, so it, it is, serious. You know? yeah, yeah, it's very serious. So, um, and on to that rarish one. That's the Merkel cell carcinoma. Okay. So it's very rare. but It's also very aggressive, and it's oh, skin cancer. Okay. So. These tumors usually appear as firm, painless lesions or nodules on a sun-exposed area. Half of the time, these are found on the head and the neck, but very often on the eyelids as okay. well. Oh, Ooh, that'd be, that, would yeah, that would hurt. Yeah, it would yeah, hurt. Yeah,
0: get that removed. Yeah. So they're
1: usually associated with a virus called the Merkel cell polyomavirus. This MCCs are often like most to the sun-exposed areas. In fair-skinned people, over 50. Yeah. So, every year there's about 3,000 new cases, and about 700 deaths occur in the US each year from mm-hmm. those cases. So, mm-hmm. and it's expected to rise. Um, but I do think that, that, you know, again, is a little bit of perspective. So, of the 3,000, you know, 700 of them are going to result in death. Kind of yeah. gives you an idea of how quickly it can spread and how, yeah. how aggressive it really is. Um, it has a super high risk of reoccurrence. Then it metastasizes quickly. Mm -hmm. So, early detection and treatment are crucial for the Merkel cell carcinomas. So, you know, going back to kind of what we were talking about before, in general, those are just the three that are most common and the four that you hear the most about. Mm -hmm. But skin cancer affects people of all colors. So, for the most part, it's, you know, you're not getting information about fair skin, dark skin, light skin, because I know a lot of people kind of feel like, well, I'm used to being the sun, or yeah. I'll burn once and then I tan. 10 years. Yeah. That's, all that's the the my time. husband. He's like that. I <laughs> I like all the time, yeah. you know? So I think it's important that people know that it just affects people of all colors. So even yeah. if you have a darker skin tone, like you always tan and you rarely burn, you can still get skin cancer just oh, as yeah. easily as, you it know. Just so still, p- it
0: still penetrates your skin. Right. You know, just as much The damage as it gets just, done. Is, yeah, definitely.
1: And so for people of color, skin cancer is often diagnosed later, like we said, and that just makes it harder to treat. So African, Asian, Latino, Mediterranean, Middle Eastern, and Native American people are of those groups that have the hardest time with mm-hmm. the detection on their skin and mm-hmm. the areas of their body. So, I mean, if you have skin, you can get skin cancer. That's kind of the simple way to think <laughs> yep. about it, you know. Yep. These include um, the non-melanoma skin cancers, like the basal cell, and the squamous cell, and the melanomas. So, ultraviolet radiation from the sun is dangerous. It can cause lasting damage to your skin. Um But the most important thing to do to protect yourself is to know your skin type and protect your skin from the sun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can check yourself every month, and you can see a dermatologist once a year for a full body exam. Mm -hmm. That way you're not overlooking areas Mm -hmm. of your body that you wouldn't think could be affected (laughs) by skin cancer. Mm -hmm. Right. So no matter what, if you notice anything that's new, changing, unusual, you should contact a dermatologist immediately. Yeah. So and even if you're not sure, just go ahead yeah, and it get doesn't hurt change. anything. Yeah. You know, actually, you probably end up getting better news than you might have thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, this cancer is a scary, scary word to hear. It is. Nobody wants to be told that. No, mm-hmm. you know, um, you were young when you found out mm-hmm. that you had skin cancer, yeah, I was right? Seventeen, you know, and I didn't. I don't think I really like fully absorbed what, that. Yeah. yeah. But I ended up having it removed, and they had to go like pretty deep into my. It was on my back; mm. they had to go pretty deep into my skin, and I got like eight stitches. So it was, I mean, it yeah. wasn't yeah. like a small little mole mm. they no. took off. It was pretty good size. They took a big piece of skin, and yeah, just to make sure that they got everything, like right? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. didn't want to leave any part of it in there. So. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that that was caught. Removed and then you've too. recovered. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now I check my body all the time. I'm like, yeah. mmm, that looks suspicious. Or no, check it out. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so to spot the cancer, you can see when it's easiest to treat. So again, that kind of comes back to like you can see skin cancer. Mm-hmm. So that's an, a massive advantage. Mm-hmm. So the world's most common cancer is a is a world is relentless disease. It strikes one in five people by the time you are 70. So I mean, it just Yeah. You know, it's always going to be occurring. The good news is that most cases are curable if Mm -hmm. they're caught early. Yeah. So you have to spot it on time. Unlike cancers that develop inside the body, skin cancers can usually be seen from the outside. So you can do it at home (laughs) with a dermatologist. It's important. Mm -hmm. Um, Learning what to look for gives you the power to detect the cancer early when it's the easiest to cure before it becomes dangerous, disfiguring, or deadly. Because that's another thing. Sometimes you might... um, have scarring that you're you know not able to overcome yeah, like you know hero from right. was just going to be that way um which is still better you know that's still a treatment and it's still mm-hmm. better than allowing that to continue yes, but i rather have my scar on my back yeah right than skin cancer yeah exactly sure. and you can examine examine your skin monthly so learn about the warning signs of skin cancer and know what to look for during a self-exam so if you spot anything that just doesn't seem right, you can get it checked as soon as you notice it. You can call, get in, and get your appointment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you can also just see a dermatologist annually. So this is something that people might not th- always think about doing, but it's a good practice to get going. Yeah. We should always be keeping in touch with our providers annually so when we suspect something has changed or might be wrong. I think another um, another thing there, too, is... If you maybe went to a dermatologist once, and then a few years passed, and then you're like, oh, no, I want to get this checked out, Mm -hmm. you may have to reestablish all over again. Yeah, that's sometimes a hard part. It's sometimes hard to get
0: in right away to a dermatologist. They're pretty booked out. And if
1: you're going every single year, you're keeping your status open, and you may not um, have to wait as long. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're routinely, you know, mm-hmm. kind of keeping in touch, keeping in contact, mm-hmm. and all of your doctors should be seen as, like, an interdisciplinary team. They're all yes. working together. Mm-hmm. So keeping in touch is best when something does happen. You want to be able to use them right away. Right. So we've talked a lot about what skin cancer is, what it can look like, right. what it might not look like, you know, all those kinds of things. So... You know, as far as treatment and whatnot goes, this is going to be a conversation for your doctor. Where mm-hmm. it is, you know, that there's a lot of factors there. Yeah, for sure. That impact treatment. But what we definitely can uh, discuss is prevention. Yeah. So, you definitely want to protect yourself with a complete approach. So, skin cancer prevention requires a comprehensive approach to protecting yourself against uh, UV radiation. Mm-hmm. So... UV radiation from the sun isn't just dangerous, but it's sneaky. So Oh yeah. I mean, even, you know, you say Yeah
0: not even if there's clouds, it still right. gets through those clouds. So even if it's yep. a cloudy day, you still need to protect yourself.
1: Yeah, you're still yeah, getting getting those in. rays. Yeah. And so not only can it cause like premature aging, you mm-hmm. know, because you're out there, you're not realizing you're yeah. not in this direct sun, you know. So um, it causes skin cancer, too. So it reaches you even when you're trying to avoid it. So, again, penetrating clouds and glass. It oh, can yeah. bounce off snow, mm-hmm. water, and sand. Yeah, yeah. So what's more, you know, the sun damage accumulates over the years from prolonged outdoor exposure to simple things like walking your dog, going from your car to the store, bringing in the mail. Like, these are quick trips. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so, like, some of the recommendations just to kind of protect yourself throughout the year, and I think that's another important thing, like, all year long, like, realizing that it bounces off the snow. Yeah, even know? though it's cold, it's yeah. still,
0: there's sun out there, and, and it it's reflects, bright. The, yeah, reflects off the snow pretty easily. I
1: almost feel like it's brighter yeah. in the snow. Like, yeah. when there's a white sheet of snow, you're like, oh, ah, yeah, you Yeah, know. for sure. So you should always, when you can, especially if you're starting to feel warm feel the mm-hmm. effects of the sun you'll seek the shade so especially between 10 a.m and 4 p.m okay. and try not to get a sunburn it happens yeah i know it happens. i know yeah you just you forget you and you're out and about. and about yeah but mm-hmm. well, we can try you mm-hmm. know we're trying to get sunburned. um avoid tanning so at this point i the recommendation is to never use a tanning bed mm-hmm. um And, you know, that kind of comes down to a personal choice thing. Like, you know, there's not, like, any scientific evidence out there saying if you use tanning beds, this empirical evidence shows that you will. Right, right. So um, skin cancer and, you know, professionals, a dermatologist is going to say, please don't do that. But that's a personal choice. So um, understanding and knowing the dangers and making informed choices is Super important in anybody's healthcare journey. So, um, if you can cover up with clothing, um, hats. Hats are a great way. So, like a broad mm-hmm. brimmed hat mm-hmm. or like UV blocking sunglasses yeah. really help a lot. Um, so you can use a broad spectrum sunscreen. So with SPF of like 15 or higher every day. Yep. So, <laughs> for if you're going to be outside for a while, you want to try and use like water resistant. Broad spectrum sunscreens with SPF of 30 or higher. Right. So,
0: just so you got that extra protection there. Yeah.
1: And I feel like, you know, it's interesting to know what the SPF means, like their duration times. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, it just seems like a number on a scale. But -hmm. really, it's like this is the amount of time that you need to reapply to remain protected. You know, so I feel like people are like, wow, this is SPF 60. I'll wear this all day.
0: Not necessarily, so <laughs> especially if you're sweating, you know, yeah, you're out it's moving. It's going to gonna run off, so you need to re- reapply in those situations.
1: Yes. So, and it's best to apply at least one ounce, which is like two tablespoons. Okay. So, like two yeah. pumbles, really, you yeah. know, of sunscreen to your whole body 30 minutes before you go outside. Okay. So, then you can reapply this every two hours or after you're swimming or, like, you're sweating a lot. Mm-hmm. So like we were just talking about. Yeah. Um, you can find the sunscreen at most and places. Yeah. It's so accessible, right? You know, yeah. they make them in spray, they make them in roll-on. Like, mm-hmm. I think your efforts are definitely whatever your method. Yeah, you whatever can, best you fits can get you. It. Yeah. yeah, right. So with kids, especially newborns, it's really best to keep newborns out of the sun. So you can use sunscreen on babies over the age of six months, okay. not before, right? Um I think another thing that commonly happens with babies too is like, um essential oils are really popular mm-hmm. right now, you know, mm-hmm. like in parenting and which is fine. That's great, but some of them cause a lot of um, extra sensitivity to the sun yeah. So people can also, you know, be like doing something soothing or whatnot for the baby and then boom, like you've mm-hmm. really, you know, kind of take a step back from that in the sun. But it's best to keep very little babies in the first right, six months of right. life out of the sun. Right. Um, babies don't drink water, yeah. you know. So, like, can't hydrate you cannot them. hydrate them the way that you might think. They, of course, you know, babies they are drinking breast milk or they're drinking, you know, um, breast milk substitutes, but they can't just, like, have a water, yeah. you know, to replenish yeah. that. So as their bodies kind of adjust to mm-hmm. being born, it's best to just take that risk factor out of the right, equation.
0: Right, yeah, for sure.
1: Um, again, with the skin examinations, another, you can head to toe every month, see your dermatologist, and those are some of the best ways to prevent skin cancer Good. from affecting yeah. your life. So you said that, what is that, skincancer.org? Is that? Yes, okay, it's skincancer.org. Okay. Um, it's really informative. It has great information. It has really good, like, um, visuals. That's what i say, I think I think people seeing
0: visuals of, like, what yeah. skin cancer is is probably very helpful.
1: Yes, it really is. And I think it's really helpful, too, so that you can, it helps you feel a little bit more comfortable. Like, you know, there's a blog. There's ways yeah. to get involved. So, I mean, if you're, you know, again, we talked about in the beginning, like, Cancer touches our lives at one point or another in yeah. some way. You know, and skin cancer is kind of a top of the lister right? as far as that goes. Right. So um, there's just a lot of really good information there that's very helpful in identifying good. what you need to do to keep yourself safe. Yeah, absolutely.
0: That is all for today. So we hope that this HealthCast has been informative and helpful to our listeners. We bring information to you to educate and enlighten the public on the importance of various health concerns and topics that we that would be beneficial to the improvement of health and well-being for our for the community. Funding for this podcast was provided in whole or in part by the Illinois Department of Public Health Office of Women's Health. The Cass County Healthcast is a project of the Cass County Health Department in Cass County, Illinois. Information given in today's podcast is not the personal opinions or views of those speaking and is information gathered and distributed by the sole, for the sole purpose of health education and promotion. If you have any questions or would like to suggest a topic, please call the Cass County Health Department at 217-452-3057 and ask for Louise or Hillary. Also, visit us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then also we have our website at www.casscohealth.org. Thanks for listening and until next time, stay well.